physician friend, welcome back. Have you ever been in a situation where you had a great plan for the day? Perhaps getting at your wonderful to-do list or you set your intention to finally write that manuscript or set aside time to work on a project and boom, something happened and you got totally derailed and the thing that you were setting out to do that day just didn't get done. Perhaps you even got in an emotional funk and got writer's block. If this ever happened to you, this episode is a total must listen because I know I have been there and so I want to share some tips and how to overcome this. So stay tuned, understand why this happens and then what to do about it. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Academic Revolution podcast. Today, I want to talk with you about something interesting. I want to chat about attitude and how it directly impacts your productivity. This is a bit of a hybrid between pillar number two, which is leadership identity, and pillar number three, which is mental mastery of my unique physician success DNA method that I have created over the years. Now, there are a lot of different directions I could go into today when we talk about attitude. And I want to share with you over time how critical important your attitude is in relationship to your leadership and your productivity. But just for today, I want to stay focused on the mental and emotional aspects on how your attitude can really sabotage you and your day as well as your goals. Perhaps let me illustrate this a little bit with a story. Like, you know, a couple of months ago, it was a weekend. I had set out to do some things on the weekend that I had on my priority list, on my schedule for that day that I was planning to do in the afternoon while my kids were sort of playing on Minecraft. I know then usually have a little bit protected time while they are having some fun. And earlier that day, I went to Whole Foods. I was super excited and for whatever reason, don't judge me but I was really excited to get a barbecue pizza that was on sale because they never have it and I was like great I'm gonna get a nice barbecue chicken pizza and and get some pizza for my son he loves pepperoni pizza in any case so I drove there I did my grocery shopping on that Saturday morning and was really excited about the day because I had some great things planned and I I felt very productive. So I go into the grocery store and 
the the guy on the pizza stand actually didn't really know about the special promotion or how to make the barbecue pizza. He said, let me make sure I have all the ingredients. And he was super nice. And he said, you know, I have all the things. I'm going to make it fresh for you. And I was so appreciative. And I was like, great, this is going to be our lunch. And I was really looking forward to it. So he made the pizza all from scratch. I did my shopping. I wrapped up and then I went to the checkout. And they suddenly had no clue about the special prime deal promotion. So no worries, no big deal. I basically ended up getting the the refund for the pizza and got the pizza for free. Like that was not the point. I was happy to pay for it, but that's how Whole Foods runs when they made a mistake on their charges. In any case, so I was happy. I had my pizza and I was ready to roll home with my cart full of groceries. And despite all the sort of obstacles, first the pizza wasn't available, then they charged me a regular price and all that overcame. And I was really happy and excited that I get to go home, have lunch with my family and then do all the awesome things in the afternoon. So I wheel my cart out of the Whole Foods store into the parking lot. And because the pizza box, you know, was so big, it didn't really fit in the cart. So I put it on the bottom shelf to lay it nice and flat. And guess what happened? I pushed the cart uh, over that little bump at the side of the curb and wheeled into the parking lot. And the pizza tray was sliding off the cart, totally flipping over with my nice, savory barbecue chicken pizza on the, on the parking lot of Whole Foods. And for whatever reason, it's so silly, but for some reason, I got really frustrated about this stupid thing. So anyway, I cleaned up, I cleaned the pizza up, I put it in the trash and the Whole Foods people were probably thinking this lady is crazy. First she wants it, then she throws it away and, and I drove off. And for some reason, this totally, this little snack, which is like a nothing, threw me for an emotional loop. But it was so wonderful because it was a great learning experience so I drove home I was really kind of like oh man I really wanted this pizza for lunch and now we don't have lunch and I got really frustrated because it also cost a lot of extra time to get it all done but nevertheless it threw me in this complete emotional funk and for no particular reason I, I just felt off from there on on I got over the pizza eventually, but there was something in my energy, in my attitude, in my uh, mental awareness that just made me feel like blah. So now imagine that. I had then planned to do something that afternoon. I don't actually remember what it was, but I had a big segment of time planned where I wanted to work on certain projects in the afternoon. And I was still in such an emotional funk that all got kicked off with the stupid barbecue pizza landing on the Whole Foods <laughs> parking lot that I just couldn't concentrate, that I just suddenly was in a writer's block. I couldn't get to paper what I really wanted to produce. And basically the whole afternoon vanished in me feeling blah and not getting the stuff done and feeling kind of sorry for myself. I mean, it was a pitiful scene and in hindsight, looking back at this, 
it was so stupid, right? It was really crazy how I got in an emotional funk that spiraled out of this little story with a barbecue pizza. Why am I telling you the story though? It was such a powerful learning experience because I suddenly realized, hold on a second, this kind of stuff happens to me over and over again, especially when I have something important planned or I want to get a big chunk of work done that maybe makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable or stretches me a little bit or has to do with writing. Very conveniently, things like the pizza story show up and I drop my productivity, I get in an emotional funk and then cannot produce the way I wanted to produce. And this is just to illustrate to you that attitude that I had in that moment about something totally irrelevant can totally get you in an emotional funk and decrease your productivity. And conveniently, these kind of things seem to show up, not just in my life, I've seen this over and over again with my clients, the academic physicians I get the honor to work with, with my colleagues, those things conveniently seem to happen when you want to get something done, something important, something big, maybe there is a deadline lurking, or there is something big you had planned on your to-do list. Things that might happen or show up, I have two kids. For some reason, on a day when I finally want to get X, Y, Z done, you know, the kids seem to push my buttons just in the right way that I get frustrated. You know, they don't clean up after themselves or they leave their stuff everywhere or they cannot get off their electronic screens when I tell them to do so. And in that moment, frustration kicks in And then it drains the energy and here goes the energy and the mental mindset that previously was in good shape to then get something important done like writing a grant or manuscript, working on a project, go to work out or exercise, you just suddenly feel and nothing gets done. Now, I don't know about you, but this happens to me quite a bit. And as I said, I see this over and over again with my colleagues and clients I'm working with. Does that ever happen to you? I hope you say yes, because I hate to be the only one. I, I know this is very common. That's why I actually bring it up. And I want to just share with you that that is very normal. And it tends to happen and occur, these emotional funks, these weird stages we get into in our brain when something important is looming or happening. In fact, it is almost 100% predictable when something important is on the schedule. In fact, in my life, I can tell you that sometimes my husband can see the shift in my energy and he might ask me, hey, do you have an important deadline due or something you have to submit or write? Because he can see the shift in energy that precede the procrastination step. And that is so important. Now, here is the power of this. You might say, well, what a bummer. What am I going to do when I get into this emotional funk that then blocks me from writing, thinking, project planning, whatever it might be, exercise, time with family. Now, here's the good news. You can actually do something about that as soon as you're aware. 
because it all has to do with our attitude, and our attitude is something we can control. You know, it had nothing to do in my story with a stupid pizza ending up on the Whole Foods parking lot. But it had to do something with the attitude that came up afterwards that I then projected towards the rest of the day and the activities ahead of me. Now here's something wonderful that I really want you to get and write down if you're not in the car driving. Charles Swindle said, I'm 100% convinced that life is 10% of what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. That is such an important realization, unquote. You know, what happens to us, we cannot control. But how we react to it is in complete control in our hands. And once you get that, there is freedom in that. There is actually real empowerment because suddenly you are in control. You're the master of your life. Not what happens, not what other people do or say to you, but how you react to it. And specifically the attitude that you portray afterwards. And the same is true for you and me. So this is such an empowering part that uh, once you get that, it's really uh, almost a key that unlocks another door of freedom to go from victimhood to somebody who conquers their own quest in life, in academia, in their personal life, because now you have a key in your hand and that key is attitude. So now that we know that it's attitude that really has a huge impact on your productivity, whether that's in academia or even with your personal goals, well, then how do I guard myself against these things that come at me that maybe drag my attitude and my energy down? And I just want to give you a handful of tips so that you can take them and then move forward and implement them immediately in your life. These are very simple things. They will take practice, but just start doing them and you will see a shift and a change. Number one, I would say, expect this to happen. As I shared with you earlier, you know, the pizza story was a revelation, but then I realized over and over again where these things show up in my life. And often my attitude gets derailed in relationship to my kids. What a bummer because I love my kids and my family. But things usually happen there because kids know how to push our buttons. So expect it to happen. Expect something to show up that pushes your buttons or derails your attitude when you have, especially when you have something important going on that you want to get done. Number two, our brain has very sneaky ways to keep us in our comfort zone. So writing, perhaps. For me, writing is always a stretch. It's always something that I have to push against my limiting belief that comes from my past that I want to erase is I'm a bad writer. So I have to push through this limiting belief and stretch myself out of the comfort zone of, oh, I'm not going to write. Maybe I'm not going to put my stuff out there. People will judge me. It's not good enough yada, 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 I just have to say, hey, when my attitude goes down south and I want to avoid an activity that makes me maybe a little bit uncomfortable, that I need to tell myself this. This is just my brain's way of keeping me in my comfort zone. It's just another snazzy technique my brain is using to keep me safe. The third thing I would say, be intentional at the outset of your day to predict 
that these roadblocks, these attitude and energy shifts will happen. 100% predict and expect them. And then look at even maybe your calendar. Where might an obstacle show up here or there? Where is there maybe something happening in my calendar that maybe puts me in a meeting where I usually get frustrated? Just be intentional and understand that these roadblocks will show up on your day. Try to predict when they might happen, usually before the big thing that you need to do. And then have a plan how to overcome this roadblock ahead of time. So kind of know the handful of things that you can do that gets your energy back up. Meditate, take a walk, have a cup of coffee. Um, just understand why this is happening in the first place, like we illustrated or I illustrated here in this podcast episode. And just say, oh, here it is. Here it comes. I knew this is going to happen. And that alone that awareness can help you overcome it. And then, number four, talk yourself through this. When you see the energy shift happening, your attitude shifts towards maybe not so happy, then say, oh, thank you, brain, for alerting me. I got it. I'm going to move forward anyway. And the last thing I want to say, be very aware that the only way, the absolute only way you get out of the funk and out of the spinning yourself out of into this negative attitude where you even wonder why am I feeling this way is actually taking action. The only way to swing it back to the, the positive side is by taking action to just push through that resistance no matter what. And before you know it, as you move forward, that lingering feeling of a naggy attitude, low energy, will vanish and disappear. So next time you get into a funk or you feel like your day got derailed, just take a look at your attitude and see how shifts in your attitude and your emotions impact your actions. See, emotions are just energy in motion. They come from your thoughts, your attitude that leads to certain emotions and that impact your actions. And once you recognize that, just replace those thoughts with something else or up-level them to a higher ground. And most importantly, take actions despite how you feel. Now, just a word of caution. I'm not saying ignore all your feelings and just push through them. There's moments, like the good old book says, there's moments for everything in life, for sadness, for happiness, for celebrations, for mourning, for achievement, for progress, and for just laying low. But don't make a day gone derailed the master of your life. Remember, your attitude determines 90% of how your life goes. So I hope this helps you. Again, take actions, move forward. And um, once you grasp that concept, it will really change your productivity. It will get you out of these funks of a derailed day of, oh, I didn't get the stuff done I wanted to do again and actually make you more productive with intention. So make it a wonderful day, go out there, make a difference, make an impact in medicine and science. The world needs you, the world needs you to be at your best. Our patients in the future 
relies on that. So I want you to be out there doing all that you love, making a better impact in medicine and science. So together we can transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time. Now also, while I have you here, I just want to let you know about an upcoming event in the second week of August where I will run my very famous Ditch the List Bootcamp again. Now, this is a special training I do once in a while to help busy academic physicians just like you to ditch their never-ending to-do list and actually get the right stuff done. This is a really powerful training people rave about and every time people come back because they love it so much and it really gives them results. The doors to registration will open closer to the start date in the beginning of August. But so you don't miss it, what I want you to do is go to ingahoffman.com. That is I-N-G-A-H-O-F-M-A-N-N.com forward slash ditch the list wait list. Again, ditch the list wait list. You can also find this link in the show notes. Put your name on the list right now so it marks your calendar so you know when the training is coming up and you're not going to miss it. Because I don't run this training very often, probably a couple times a year. But this is one of those game changers that people that have worked with me for years, they still say, this is one of the biggest impacts I had in my career. So go mark your calendars. It will all start second week of August. Get on the waitlist by going to ingahoffman.com forward slash ditch the list waitlist. See you soon and talk to you next week. Hey friend, did you know that you can now earn CME credits for listening and reflecting to what you're learning on this podcast? How it works exactly, you can find out when you go to the show notes and scroll down and look at the CME opportunity. This is powered by CME Phi and how it exactly works and what type of credits you will be earning is outlined in their web link in the show notes. These are for point of care learning, just what we do as adult learners as we learn new facts, we reflect on them and then we implement them and that's what you can do with this podcast. I just want to add that to you as an opportunity and as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Have a wonderful day and talk to you soon.